RT8K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. The embattled Hong Kong Alliance scrubs its online presence at the instruction of National Security Police. Another defendant in the LegCo primary election case is granted bail and more schools are allowed to open full time after a change in vaccination rules. The Alliance in Support of Patriotic Democratic Movements of China has removed all of its posts on its online platforms at the demand of the National Security Police. As Damon Pang reports, the group has started a new Facebook page to disseminate information. The Alliance said in a statement that it was ordered by the police last Friday to remove all content on its online platforms within a week, citing national security rules. From 10pm, it disabled its official website and started taking down entries on its Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube accounts. However, it said it doesn't own or operate the June 4th online museum. The group added that it has since started a new Facebook page to disseminate information. The alliance is facing a charge of inciting subversion of state power as are three of its leaders or former leaders, Lee Chuck Yan, Albert Ho and Chao Hang Tong. The High Court has granted bail to former legislator Ray Chan, one of a group of 47 people charged with subversion over LegCo primary polls last year. Timmy Sung reports. Ray Chan had been held in custody since being charged around half a year ago. But after hearing submissions from lawyers, designated National Security Judge Esther Toh says she has sufficient ground to believe that he would not continue to commit acts endangering national security. The former People Power lawmaker appeared emotional after hearing the ruling. He was released on bail of $100,000 and ordered not to do anything that breaches national security law. Ms Chen was also barred from leaving Hong Kong and told not to contact foreign officials or lawmakers or organise any elections. 14 of the 47 defendants in the case have now been released on bail ahead of their trial. The Education Minister Kevin Young says nine more secondary schools will resume full-day face-to-face classes from next week after the Bureau relaxed its vaccination requirement for pupils. Violet One reports. The Education Bureau says that if 70% of a school's 12 to 17 years olds have received one dose of BioNTech vaccine, it can resume full day classes. But teaching staff will still be required to get both coronavirus vaccine jabs. The change comes after government expert advisors changed their guidance on vaccinations for teens, saying they only need one BioNTech jab instead of two due to concerns over side effects. A group of school principals welcomed the Education Bureau's decision. The Education Professional Alliance's Maggie Kung said teenagers who are worried that getting two jabs may lead to more serious side effects may now get vaccinated. So I think that definitely people are more at ease because they have went through the first one. They may have hesitation for the second one. So I, I believe that especially the upper forms, they will be more ready to resume classes because after all, children are also looking for not just studying, but they're looking for all the after-school activities, sports activities that they can participate. Ms Kung added that she believes one jab is enough to protect young people from COVID-19. China has denounced a new nuclear security deal between the US, Australia and Britain, saying it shows an outdated Cold War zero-sum mentality. Under the pact, Canberra will acquire the technology to build nuclear-powered submarines for the first time and buy Tomahawk long-range missiles. The pact will also include more sharing of cyber technologies and artificial intelligence.
Foreign Ministry spokesman Jia Lijian gave this reaction at a news brief briefing in Beijing. The United States, UK and Australia are engaging in cooperation in nuclear-powered submarines that gravely undermines regional peace and stability, aggravates the arms race and hurts the international non-proliferation efforts. The US and the UK are about to export highly sensitive nuclear-powered submarine technology to Australia. This once again shows they are using nuclear export as a geopolitical gaming tool and applying double standards, which is extremely irresponsible. And the weather, mainly cloudy with a few showers and isolated thunderstorms. Very hot with sunny periods during the day tomorrow. Temperatures between 27 and 33 degrees. Going to be hot with sunny periods and the odd shower in the next few days. Temperature now 28 degrees. Humidity 77%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The Democratic Party chairman, Lokin Hay, has called on the government to clarify the criteria for district councillors to meet the loyalty pledge requirements after one of the party's councillors was disqualified. So Yet Hang was among seven Hong Kong Island district councillors unseated after authorities decided their pledge of allegiance was invalid. Mr Lowe said he believes Mr So was ousted because of his involvement in the LegCo primaries last year but added that the public expected the government to state clearly where the red line is. It is up to the government to tell the public. It is their responsibility. I read from some news that there are some sources telling them uh, what are those reasons behind. Uh, they couldn't confirm those things. Uh, so the government has the obligations to tell the public how this patriot ruling Hong Kong is going to work. And I believe that if they are willing to tell the public, uh, the public is willing to listen, and let's be clear, what is the standard? What are the standards that the government is now holding? It is much better for everybody in Hong Kong. The Environmental Protection Department says it, says it expects air pollution to remain quite serious over the next couple of days. Many of Hong Kong's general and roadside air quality monitoring stations recorded high or very high air pollution levels today. The authorities have blamed the problem on the hot and hazy weather, as well as light winds. Senior Environmental Protection Officer Roy Dung says the air quality is expected to improve early next week. Based on the latest weather forecast, we found that in the next two days, the uh, condition will be similar to today. So we're expecting the pollutants levels will remain higher than normal during the weekend. And at the early next week, uh, the easterly wind will pick up together with uh, a better background air quality then the Hong Kong's air quality will be improved by then. A rare hailstorm hit Chunkwinoa at around 1 o'clock this afternoon with online video footage and photos shared by residents showing the area being pounded by small balls of ice. Wendy Wong reports. Videos and photos went viral online showing parts of Chongquano being pelted by hailstones. The observatory's senior scientific officer, Hong Wai, said the rare phenomenon was caused by high temperature and unsettled weather. The reason um, is um, because the weather 
the atmosphere uh, is rather unstable, and uh, the weather was uh, rather fine this morning. Uh, so the high temperature triggered uh, squally, uh, severe squally thunderstorms. And uh, usually in the severe squally thunderstorms, uh, you will associate with uh, convective development, which brings the ice in the air uh, to the ground, causing the phenomenon, what we call uh, hailstorms. He said the last hailstorm recorded by the observatory was in July 2016. Mr Kong added that the weather is expected to improve over the weekend. A youth group says thousands of mainland jobs and internships will be opened up to young people from Hong Kong in the coming five years. Timmy Sung reports. The All-China Youth Federation says there will be 10,000 jobs on the mainland for young Hong Kongers, as well as 10,000 internships at central government departments and state enterprises. On top of this, 20,000 exchange places will also be arranged and there will be a support hotline for those hoping to move elsewhere in the Greater Bay Area. Kenny Fogg is the Federation's vice chairman. I believe in the Hong Kong teens and the Hong Kong youth, but I'm sure with this exposure and with these uh, policies, uh, they'll have the room for improvement. It actually, with these, uh, with announcements today and also different programs and even uh, resources directed to them, I feel that it gives them a bigger platform. It gives them a much bigger platform and an easier way to access Greater Bay Area and even the whole of mainland. Speaking at the event, the Director General of the Youth Department of Beijing's liaison office, Zhang Zhihua, said the measures are a big present from the central government. More now on the security deal between the US, UK and Australia. China has condemned the pact and Professor Willie Lam from the Chinese University warned the rising tension could easily spiral out of control. It is also true that it takes two to tangle. There is also the perception, particularly in the US, as well as countries in Asia, such as Japan and Australia, that the People's Liberation Army has become more active in the South China Sea and also in the Taiwan Strait. So the situation is quite dangerous. Uh, the area could become a powder keg and the possibility for miscalculations and even a small-scale uh, conflict cannot be ruled out, particularly in areas such as the Taiwan Strait and the South China Sea. Dismissing suggestions that the new alliance was adversarial, the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson told members of Parliament that the Indo-Pacific region was fast becoming the geopolitical centre of the world, ever more important for trade. AUKUS is not intended to be adversarial towards any uh, other power, uh, Mr Speaker, but it, it merely reflects the close relationship uh, that we have uh, with the United States and, and with Australia, the shared values uh, that we have and the, the sheer level of trust between us that enables us to go to this extraordinary extent of sharing uh, nuclear technology in the way uh, that we are proposing to do. France reacted angrily, calling the security deal a stab in the back after Australia abruptly cancelled an earlier submarine deal with Paris. France's Armed Forces Minister Florence Parley expressed disappointment at the decision. 
C'est une très mauvaise nouvelle parce que euh, c'est une remise en cause de la parole donnée. Il ne s'agissait pas. It is very bad news because it's going back on a word. It's not about a business transaction where we might have lost against other competitors. It's about a contract that had been signed several years ago, five years ago, and this contract involved Australia as a state because there was an agreement between one state and another, France and Australia. So the respect for giving one's word, which is the basis of international relations, has not been upheld. Rescue operations are underway in the southwestern province of Sichuan, which was struck in the early hours of this morning by a shallow earthquake. Officials say at least three people were killed and schools have been injured. As Vanessa Cheng reports, 10,000 people have been moved to safety. Security cameras caught the moment the earthquake struck Lushan County just before dawn, shaking foundations and triggering car alarms with its ferocity. Dozens of homes were reduced to rubble, with many others damaged. Local media showed collapsed ceilings in hospitals and residents on the streets after warnings not to return indoors. Rescue workers were deployed, rushing to lift people from beneath rubble and move people out of damaged buildings. The China Earthquake Network Center measured the earthquake at magnitude 6, while the U.S. Geological Survey put it at 5.4. Both said it was at a depth of 10 kilometers. The local government said at least 10,000 people were moved into emergency shelters. Electricity lines and power supplies to around 60,000 homes have been disrupted. The area is regularly hit by quakes. A powerful 7.5 magnitude quake in Sichuan in 2008 left 87,000 people dead or missing. The nation's longest crewed space mission is coming to an end, with the three astronauts now starting their journey home. Taikonauts Ni Haisheng, Liu Peng and Tang Hongbo spent 90 days at the Tiangong Space Station conducting spacewalks and scientific experiments. Richard Pine has details. The launch of the Shenzhou-12 spacecraft three months ago coincided with the 100th anniversary of the Communist Party and was Beijing's first crewed mission in nearly five years. It took Taikonauts Niehai Sheng, Liu Baoming and Tang Hongbo to the Tiangong, or Heavenly Palace, space station. The 70-ton facility is China's largest spacecraft to date and once completed at the end of next year, will be expected to host crews and experiments for at least a decade. China Aerospace says the crew of the Shenzhou-12 are expected to return to Earth on Friday. But the Chinese Space Administration says three more crewed missions are planned before the end of next year, and they'll deliver two more lab modules to expand the space station. The administration is planning 11 more launches in total before the end of 2022 as part of its rapidly expanding space program that has already seen probes sent to the moon and a rover landed on Mars. In sport, Hong Kong's Olympic gold medalist Chen Kalong has pulled out of the national games because of injury. The fencer had been set to compete on Sunday, but hurt his knee during training yesterday in Shenzhen. The Hong Kong fencing head coach, Zheng Kuang says Chen's knee was swelling and so he decided to send him back for safety reasons. A reminder of our top stories, the embattled Hong Kong Alliance scrubs its online presence at the instruction of National Security Police. Another defendant in the LegCo primary election cases is granted bail. And more schools are allowed to open full-time after a change in vaccination rules. The news from RTHK. RTHK. 
Big hit for Tom Jones, but unfortunately you don't hear it much these days. I'll never fall in love again is the title into our second hour this Thursday. Peter King with you through to 1 a.m. I asked my love to take a 